0: Well, this might just change the way you eat forever. This show is coming to you at the perfect time because we've all made the New Year's resolutions to lose weight, concentrate on our health, and there's a brand new non-diet diet book out that reveals the best way to eat to lose weight, prevent disease, and even live longer, and it's all about timing. It's not just about what, where, or how you eat, but when you eat. You may know the authors of the new best-selling book, What to Eat When, from the Dr. Oz Show. They penned this new best-selling book, Dr. Michael Royzen and Dr. Michael Krupain. And Dr. Krupain is here with us today, and he's going to give us some tips. And if you can get your hand on this book, you're very, very lucky because it's been number one all over Amazon, and it's been selling out, I think, they're. Re- it's in reprint right now, trying to get more copies out to everybody. So, Dr. Krupain, thank you for joining us today, and congratulations on the success of What to Eat When.
1: Oh, thank you. Thanks for having me.
0: You and Dr. Royzen look like you're in really good shape. So what led you down this path to research and document the best way for people to eat when, how to eat, and and how those benefits affected them, not only in the weight loss genre.
1: Well, you know, we started off actually writing the book. The book is, you can divide it into really two pieces. The first half is about how to eat within your 24-hour day, and the second half is how to eat in 30 different scenarios. And we started off really writing about these scenarios, and they're everything from how to eat before a job interview or when you can't sleep to prevent cancer. And as we were thinking about what to eat when you encounter different scenarios, I thought, well, what should you eat when you encounter life every single day? And in my life, actually, I always, um, well, not always, but perhaps for a very, very long time, I've been eating one meal a day, and it's always been at night. And as I got into the research, I discovered that what I was doing was completely wrong and led us to really focus uh, the first half of this book on how you should eat with your circadian rhythm to maximize your health.
0: Is it Americans who mostly struggle with eating right and, and when to eat, or is it happening worldwide?
1: Well, it happen, it's not just in America, but in America it's a big issue. Uh, some other countries, it also happens in England. Uh, they don't necessarily eat at the right times. And in um, some like, more Latin American countries or um, in Southern Europe, they do a little bit better of eating at the right time. What we say is basically, if you look at the data, Americans are getting 40% or more of the calories they get in a day at night. And based on your circadian rhythm, you should be doing quite the opposite. So your circadian rhythm is your body's clock. It's what um, gets your body ready to do the right thing at the right time. And just because your body's ready doesn't mean you're going to do it, so you actually have to do something. And we all think about our circadian rhythm, I think, for sleep. You know, when we think when we get jet lag, that messes up our body's clock. But our body's clock does more than just tell us when to go to bed or suggest when we should go to bed. It also regulates our metabolism. So it turns out that if you think back to ancient times when we didn't have light bulbs and refrigerators, we had to rely on the sun. And the sun's actually what sets our circadian rhythm. And our circadian rhythm primes our body, it primes our metabolism to expect us to eat during the day when the sun is shining, when we could actually find food, and to not eat at night when the sun is gone. You know, it's kind of old-fashioned advice I think but the science is showing that this is the case and so what we recommend is that you eat with the sun and you eat most of your calories about 75 percent of them before 2 or 3 p.m. so that means making breakfast and lunch your biggest meals of the day and dinner the smallest and so in America we don't do that well in some other countries they do a better job of eating more early and less later Um, but I think probably all of us can improve
0: Oh, absolutely. With with daylight savings time, though, many of us are going to work in the dark and coming home in the dark. Now, it's starting to get a little bit better um, now that we've passed uh, December. It's starting to be light longer. But when when we run into those darker winter months, it, how, how do we fit that in to the yeah, so, so light that gets in our way?
1: Yeah, I think it, it can be a challenge. But, you know, these are guiding principles. So there's two ways you can look at it. So you can look at it, you can follow this plan sort of very to the letter. So eat with the sun because, uh, so in the winter, that means you'll, the window which you're eating is smaller because the sun is up for less time. Now, we don't know what happens if you're in the North or South Pole when it's totally different, but uh, if you're in the, in sort of the the United States, uh, obviously you'll have less sun in the winter. And that means your circadian rhythm is different in the winter than it is in the summer. So, um, for me I'm sort of a stickler so I try to eat with the sun uh, all year round and that means in the summer I can actually eat later into the night um, but you know as long as you're doing your best I think that's okay so mm-hmm. if if it's uh, you know if you can't eat at 4.30 in the afternoon and you want to eat something at night then if you eat it by 6 or or 7 at the latest then that's o- that's okay
0: and especially I think like what you were saying in the book is maybe if, if you're uh um, having a problem with with night you're you're eating your biggest meal in the morning anyway and then you're gonna be eating less at night it exactly. should be your your smallest meal anyway so that that's well, that gonna, gonna be it's gonna even if.
1: yeah yeah it should be your smallest meal so if you end up eating it a little later because that's just the way your life works out that's okay uh you know try to do it earlier but you know, you got to do what works for you. I think that's the most important. I think when people are, we don't, we call our book a non-diet book. It's not a diet book. It's a sort of a lifestyle book, or because diets are about depriving yourself and doing things that are really difficult and, and usually failing and giving up. Um, but this is about changing your life. So this has to work with your life. And what we say is that you should eat uh, your dinner for breakfast. So your breakfast and lunch should be your largest meal of the day. And one of the most Surprising things, even though we saw it in the in the literature because we built this plan based on the science we found. Um, as you shift your, your meals up into earlier in the day, you actually are much less hungry at night. So I, I t- started off saying that I used to only eat at night, and now I only eat during the day, and I'm not hungry at night. I don't eat at night at all.
0: Mostly. Well, and that's when, now, usually when we're less active case. too is at night and yeah. more active in the yeah. day.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. The other thing people might say is that, you know sometimes you know eating a big dinner is a big social occasion, so we want you to still be social so there's not again, there's nothing wrong with eating dinner. just make dinner a smaller smaller meal and actually when you spend less time eating, you can spend more time being social
0: and it's not so much about counting calories, and that's one reason why I think it's been such a hit with with readers but are, are you finding out there's there's more information that maybe you were surprised that, that readers have latched onto that, for for me, I think it's calorie counting, but maybe there's <clears throat> excuse me something else?
1: Well, I think that's a, a really good point about the calories. So that's another thing that makes sort of diets hard is a lot, a lot of times you have to count your calories. So we don't want you to count your calories because we want you to eat healthy foods that you love. Like you can eat as many plants as you want and that'll never be a problem. Uh, and what's also interesting is that losing weight, if that's what you want to do, is about calories in and calories out. We've all heard that. But when you're eating with your circadian rhythm, that those calories count differently. So calories that you eat early in the day don't seem to count as much as calories you eat at night. There's an amazing study that where they put people on a, a low-calorie diet. It was about 1,400 calories a day, and they divided them up into two groups. and One group, both groups had 500 calories for lunch, but one group got 700 calories for dinner and 200 calories for breakfast, and the other group got the opposite, 700 calories for breakfast and 200 calories for dinner. And so both groups ate the exact same calories, they just had different calories either early or late, and the the group that ate most of those calories early lost a lot more weight than the group that ate those calories late. So we know that calories don't seem to be the same depending on when you eat them.
0: Well, and it also has us really tap into being conscious of what we're doing. And I I think, especially for Americans, we do a lot of unconscious eating. And so this requires us to kind of think about our meals, maybe prepare a little bit for our meals, and take an active role instead of, just a, a non-active role in, in what's going into our body, which eventually will catch up with us. So if, if we keep it eventually at some point in our life, um, it's going to catch up. Now, I remember when I was, you know, in my twenties and late teens and probably all the way up to 30, I could eat and eat and eat and eat. like the needle would never move. I always just, and I felt really proud about that. I'm like, I, I used to go to work and I would come in with a, uh, a glass of whole milk and a brownie that I got from a fast food place and the ladies at work, I was Mm -hmm. the youngest and they would always say, that's going to catch up with you one day. And I'm like, no, you know, I'm just built like this, but I did notice (laughs) that once I got into my thirties and then into my forties, uh, it did catch up with me. And it says that, that needle moves with the wind now. And so now I do have to be more conscious. So for, for a lot of people, especially younger people, I think, because, not so much nutrition in school anymore we we have to be the ones that take the active role and and set this type of uh lifestyle up really from an early age
1: yeah i think that's a that's a great point and i think that when you're eating this way you are much more conscious and i think you know i think back to when i used to only eat dinner and that was a big meal and i i'm pretty sure you know when you when you I wasn't starving when I got there, but I was pretty hungry, and so I would eat and eat and eat and eat, and so now that I'm eating early, I'm thinking more about what I'm eating. I'm planning it more carefully, and um, I noticed that I was starting to gain weight eating that other way, and now I'm back to where I where I used to be, uh, so I I think you're right, and I think learn, one of the things that's important to us and project we're working on now is we're trying to get more recipes out into the world. Originally, we were going to put them into this book, but uh, the book got too long, but we both, Mike Royzen, and I believe that um, people don't really know how to prepare vegetables in a way that makes them really delicious, and so we want to help people do that. And I think once you start cooking more of your own food and th- planning your meals, you start eating a lot better.
0: I think so, too. And there's so many people now who have home gardens, and those even taste so much better. Those vegetables are so wonderful when they come out of your you know, a, a, across America, although that's better than, than nothing, but we're just seeing so many people now dabbling in home garden from, from something very mm-hmm. small to something very large. And it's also something that your whole family can be involved in. And if everybody takes an active part, uh, it, it, it becomes fun and not something that you have to dread.
1: That's right. And as you were saying, it tastes so much better. And so you can, To actually cook it is even easier. There's so little preparation you have to do when you have a really good piece of produce, right? Just a little olive oil and a little salt might be all you need.
0: Exactly, exactly. Yeah, it it, it just tastes wonderful. Well, the book is called What to Eat When It's a Huge Success. I looked on Amazon this morning. It was every category that that it could be posted in. It was number one. Um, Yesterday, it was – you had to kind of pre-order it because it had sold out and they were waiting on new ones to come in. So you've really hit a nerve with people. People are enjoying this book. They're buying it. They're talking about it. And that's really the first step is making people conscious and aware and giving them the basic tools to be successful. And, and that's really what you wanted in this book was you probably as a doctor see people struggling all the time. And with this way, with eating earlier, they're going to have a lot more benefit and be more successful and hang in there a lot longer and maybe make it a lifestyle.
1: Yeah, we're excited to see people enjoying the book and, and trying it out. And yeah, that's, we wrote it because we want to change people's lives. And so we're happy to see that happening. And, uh, yeah, the book's available online, but also it's in a lot of stores, probably near where you live. So if you can't get it right away on Amazon, you can probably find it somewhere else and they should be getting another shipment this weekend. So it says it might take a while to get, but it shouldn't.
0: Absolutely. And we support local bookstores here and we encourage everybody to get out you know, we're hoping for a, a beautiful weekend, fingers crossed. It's a great time to go out to uh, the the produce stands, the farmer's market, buy the book What to Eat When, and really set yourself up for success because it, it's depressing when you you really feel like that you're working really hard and you're not seeing results. And that's what the doctors have done on this. They want you to succeed. They want you to be healthy. They want you to live longer. And they're going to tell you how to do it, and it starts I when you eat so i really appreciate uh doctor that you came on today and you talked to us a little bit and gave us that that uh boost that that we need to get going and keep going which i i think is is the hardest part
1: yeah well thank you it's been really fun talking to you
0: all right the book is called what to eat when it's available now visit your local bookstore or you can buy it online and we'll be right back